When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before. But you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. When was the last time you had really good Texas-style barbecue? Eric's Family Barbecue, the way it's supposed to taste. Always delicious, never rushed, and prepared to perfection. Eric's Family Barbecue uses only 100% fresh meat, slowly smoked over mesquite wood until it's juicy and delicious. We all know their brisket is the best, but have you tried their pulled pork, pork ribs, or rib tips? Amazing, and their sides are all house-made. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet Mesquite Repeat. Make the trip. You won't be sorry. Go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more information. You thought that was funny. You were laughing like a hyena when he said it. What the hell is wrong with you? Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome to President's Day. All us suckers have to work. My name's John. How are you? There's Brady. Welcome back, Brett Fesley. Look at this (laughs) guy. Look who's here. Thank you. We got you back, and Toledo's off doing something. <laughs> I hasten to say worse than what you dealt with last week. It could be, actually. It actually I don't know. might be, actually. There may be a trade-off that might be worth it. Toledo's <laughs> off doing uh, high school band <laughs> viewings. At Disney. And you'd think about it. The thing Toledo's doing right now, oh, the once-a-lifetime opportunity for your child to tootle at the Disney. But, okay, so you're a parent. The kid costs two grand to go to Disney. And then you got to take the whole family over there. So a two thousand to three thousand dollar trip to Disney's costing Toledo about five grand. On top of that, what I didn't think of until just this morning when I realized Toledo wasn't coming. That's not the only band there. You got to sit through countless amount of high school bands marching by before your kid goes by. Do they? Uh, they they're not doing up? it just for one school. Why would Disneyland go? All right. Dobson High School Band, it's oh, all yeah. yours. Well, and today, uh, too, being the President's Day Parade, You've maybe. got 70 different high school bands yeah. that are going to march oh, up and down that thing. I didn't thing. think about that. They're they're gonna, do I have time to make it over yeah, there? Isn't it Just... sound wonderful? I'd be telling Lisa, I'm on Space Mountain, text me oh. when it's time to come back. I wouldn't want to see it. I've seen the kid play. I've seen Sloopy. I've heard Sloopy. I know what you do with the Sloopy. Hold that tiger. Seen it. I've seen Clemson's band do it. It's going to be better than this. The kid isn't going to know you're there or Imperial not. March. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. There is no possible way that kid knows whether you're standing there watching or not. So just, I, you're right. I'd tell Lisa, I'd be like, I'm going to go get a better vantage point yeah. over here. And then I'd go ride the rides at Disney all by myself. I'd be up on the Space Mountain. I'd be all over the fun stuff. 
I'm not watching high school. Maybe games. they have reserve sections for you. Know how they rope off the uh, little no. The it's parades. you know it's Disneyland. They'll just yeah. make you stand on the side of the road while they ruin Disneyland with high school bands. It's the worst day Disney's ever had. It's not just the happiest place on earth today. It's the most miserable place on earth yeah. today. And you imagine being a family that just went to Disney for the three day weekend and realize what's going on here. Oh, <laughs> it's a high school marching band day. All day long. I pack it up. We're yeah, going to Osbury Farm. I'm out of here. <laughs> That's exactly it. Let's head south. We're going Orange County. He's got until 4 p.m. though. Let's go to Mexican Disney down there in Orange County. <laughs> Take our chances. What do you mean he's got till 4 p.m.? It, it doesn't start until 4, so uh, he'll yeah, be at Star Wars uh, the whole time. No, they'll be staging all day. Starting about noon, it's about putting him in that weird purple outfit with the cap. That's his deal. No, it isn't. Your parents are going to have to be part of You have to follow them around or you're not a good dad. Oh, my goodness. Just, At that age, they're on their own. Uh, you'd hope so, but they're not. Or why are you there in the first place? If they're on their own, why are mom and dad at Disney? They're not To watch. Own. No, because they're underage. They're nothing about them on their own. Misery. Have fun, Rich. I know you're Chaperoning? Oh, brutal. Brutal. Nothing worse than watching kids play instruments, unless they're prodigies. Then you're like, whoa, that's amazing. But there is literally nothing worse. Oh, Sloopy. Just going to Sloopy all day. So have fun, Richard. It's, uh, it sounds terrible. You, it's, uh, I'm going to Disneyland always sounds fun, unless you add in to watch high school marching bands. You're like, wow, would you lose a bet? What happened? Why is Disneyland bad that day? When's that kid graduate? Oh, I mean, <laughs> it's got to happen. Not soon enough. It's got to happen soon. It's got to be a thing. Like immediately. Uh, yeah, the NBA All-Star game went off yesterday. The Winter Olympics uh, closed up. No one watched the Winter Olympics. The view, the 22 lowest rated days of the Winter Olympics, 19 of them were uh, viewing things on this deal for the last two Olympics. 19 of the 22 lowest rated dates for the Olympics have been the, this one and two or three of the Tokyo Summer Games. So people are losing. I'm definitely interest. part of that set. It's probably the least amount of Olympics I've watched. I watched almost nothing. I tried to watch a little bit. I'd see like, okay, what's going on? Curling was boring beyond boring. There were no American like fun stories. They no. didn't do a good job of like pushing athletes. That Nathan Chen was the one they tried the hardest, the figure skater. But yeah. no one cares. Had his record day, and that was about it. They needed to focus on that uh, ski event where their uh, dicks froze. I don't know if you guys saw. Yeah, uh, the frozen, no. the frozen dick syndrome is a thing for the event. Um, I don't know which event it is. Uh, let it's me see. The uh, fifty kilometer. Oh, it's like the marathon. Yeah. So it's like a twenty-something mile ski. Which who wants to watch that? No one wants to watch that, but the Finnish skier is a guy who's had it happen a couple times. You ski so long that your extremities start to freeze, but you're, you know, you're always moving everything but your middle. So your pee-pee doesn't, you know, your arms and legs can keep the blood flow going, even though they're going to get frostbite oh. if you're not careful. You're Remy pee- Lindholm had yeah. his dork frozen. <laughs> yeah. you're, for the second time. Yeah. He's like, he's like, like yeah. first. he's a big Metallica guy. They know him as the Metallica skier. Like he's always, you know, uh, big into the rock thing. And they said that... Uh, they delayed it at first because it was so cold, so the guys just stood out there freezing. And then as he's skiing, uh, he finishes the deal, and his, his dick froze. And like, So he finished with frozen dick, and then they put warm stuff on your body to try put to fix it. Put those heat packs on there, yeah. crack it. And no. then, uh, but his dick doesn't unfreeze, because it's full of liquid, I guess, maybe. I, I don't know. That's the only thing I could figure. And then, so it's like you've got a popsicle inside your dork. Oh, it's the and worst. Then, hell, yeah, I've never had it. Oh I wouldn't God. know, but it sounds pretty he terrible. Probably, or, or it's lack of... 
fluid too could be. Well, you think though that like fluid being in there would freeze. You know, like your body, so it's close to the end, and there's a hole. Yeah. So then it would freeze inside there and start burning the urethra. That's my guess, is that that's what it would do. Uh, so it's one of the uh, worst competitions I've ever been in, but I battled through it. Despite the frozen appendage, he managed to place middle of the field, 60-skier event. He was in the high 20s. Better man than him. me. Yeah. He uh, said the coolest thing about it is it actually starts to turn black, and it yes, has that so real benefit. Yeah. Yeah. So you get uh, fat blonde women start getting interested in <laughs> Finnish skiers for the first time ever. Uh, immediately after, he, he was uh, trying to get the heat packs on, and he said, it's the worst pain you can ever imagine. It's unbearable. Uh, but he was watching the, uh, his team get the men's hockey gold, which he was very excited about. And <laughs> so as he unfroze his thing, he's like, you know, when it happened before, it wasn't as bad as that. I'm like, that's a sport I don't want to be involved in. If frozen dick is like a risk. I'm throwing a heat pack down there to begin with. Evidently, that's like steroids to the skit. You can't do it. You're not allowed not to. Allowed Seriously? To start, yeah, you can't add, yeah, can't add heat. It's an unfair advantage to you, and anyway, so you just got to put your suit on, get out there in the in the uniform. And that's it. You'd think they'd do that though. You'd think that they'd sneak it in there, put some. But maybe it's worse. Maybe that actually makes it worse. It could they, be yeah. because I know a lot of times uh, one of the biggest things or the concern is you start sweating, and then the the oh, delay no, 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 does no, not no, help. No. When you, you hear those guys so, climbing the mountains, the last thing I want to do is uh, start sweating like crazy. Right. That could be. And you get your balls all sweaty, and then that freezes. Yeah, it's not a sport I'm interested in. But it is still I – would, I would still rather freeze my dick than watch high school bands uh, march up and down at <laughs> Disney. And that is a fact. I mean, you could, you could tell me right now, like super freeze it. Like stick it to a pole like in Christmas Story. And have the firemen come and get it before anybody. It, you want to watch a high school band walk up and down the road or freeze your dick to a pole? I'm like, where's the pole? This is an easy question. <laughs> that is two plus two is yes. And Remy finished 16th, yeah. I think. So 16 out of uh, 31, 30 something. 30, yeah. He was yeah. middle of the pack. No, 60 people he was in He's the He's 28th middle. out of 61. Yeah, yeah that's, he wasn't that great. He's a middle of the pack guy. So for middle of the road finish. Is that worth a dong froze? Yeah, is that yeah? I'm, no. I'm just being in the Olympics. No one's watching. I don't need an otter pop hanging from me for for twenty second place. Nope. <laughs> Toledo says nope. School has them because we're not official chaperones. Uh, we can't even hang out with them. Then why are you there? Then why'd you go? Right. Zoom it. He needs to <laughs> zoom it. There's Zoom. Yeah, Have another time. Whatever. Zoom, yeah. I got a job to do. Daddy's got to work. You know when he wants to ride the teacups? I think my dad ever took time off to watch me do something. Like, he always let me know that his job's the most important thing. And you don't take time off to go watch a boy go do something that ain't bringing in cash. Hell, my dad would work overtime uh, yeah, if, it was, to if that was the case. Yeah. Right. I don't think my dad ever did that. If my, it was at night, did, uh, he, took, um, he took work off? Yeah, if there was a, a wrestling match or a tennis match or baseball yeah no no my dad would go to the games because they yeah. were usually at night but he wouldn't take like days off my dad i don't think that was a thing i think my dad was like no that's where money comes from you're doing something for fun that's good i'll see the next one when my schedule permits i kind of like that theory i think my dad was kind of right it's like hey my dad bread gets other- buttered my i'm buttering the bread Damn right you're playing baseball because i paid for it i'd like to watch it but i'll catch the next one i'm not gonna take a day off and like you said, your dad's doubling up. <laughs> yep. How many shifts can I get to avoid this kid's day? Hey, I don't blame him. Especially if it's oboe playing. Oh, man. I don't think my dad... Yeah, it, we, well, between my brother and sister and I, none of us really yeah, played an instrument, instrument into yeah. 
I'm positive that after the fifth grade, my dad had no interest in a school play, and I was in a couple of those. He'd had to take the day off for the the garbage in, garbage out play that we did at uh, Roosevelt Elementary School that I was a lead in. Uh, He didn't show up for that, and I don't, I don't think I wanted him to. (laughs) The talent shows, nah. Where I'm running around as Ed Grimley or some Saturday Night Live character. I already knew he was a twin. <laughs> Jesus. Now he's in theater <laughs> and I got to see it? No thanks. <laughs> For those parents, it's at noon. You're taking days off of work to go watch it. Anyway, Toledo's doing it. It's a new day. Parents have to do it or they get shamed by Big. other parents. I get it. And the traveling that happens uh, on those uh, there's no soccer way. leagues. and wouldn't happen. I'd had to have been really effing good. I think my dad would have had to tell me, like, you're not good enough to go to Bakersfield. <laughs> I'm not paying for you to go to Baker. Decent uh, around town, but that's about as far as we'll go. I'm not taking days off. And I kind of agree with that because you know, like, you ever watch a Little League game? It's horrible. Oh, yeah. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. They're terrible. Unless they're like unless they're running into each other oh, and everything. That then disaster. that's disaster. And you and you just you're sitting there it's getting going, hurt. Not only did I pay for this, I lost a day of work. Are you kidding? I lost a vacation day to watch this. You know, no. it was good to see last week was uh there were basketball tryouts at Kirby School for seventh and eighth grade. Yeah. And there were cuts. Of course there are good. Yes. Yeah, because uh in the past they would uh let everybody play. Yep. They're cutting again. And so it was good because the kids would you know, it was a uh, a tough day for a couple of the boys coming back and yeah. saying, because everyone was asking, hey, did you make it? Did you make it? And they handled it nice. I yeah. mean. Well, you cut them. There's nothing nice yeah. about it. You well, know no, I, but I'm saying as far as the the pressures of the ridicule that you didn't make the. the so what? Didn't make the, Get better. It is. It's not. It's. I told somebody this a long time ago. And they were, I, I remember a, a friend of mine's wife was all about the no cuts because we went to Megan's nephew's football game years ago. And I'm standing there looking at this thing, and uh, her dad, Mark, is there. And I'm like, what's going on on the sidelines? There's like 122 kids. The coach is putting a new 11 in every play because he's got to get everybody in the game. And I think it was freshmen, something or other. There's like multiple number 49s. Like, I'm looking around. I'm like, which one is – where's James? Like, we're looking for the one we're there. I'm like, where is this? He's like, he's over there. He's the – the two sixty sevens. He's the one on the right. I'm like, there's two number six. There's too many kids. They don't do cuts. And then, so I was talking to somebody about that, and this guy's wife said, "Well, they shouldn't cut kids. It's detrimental." And I'm like, "Do you know what that means? The theater kids are less pussy than the football kids because theater kids can take the cuts. Not everybody can play Danny Zuko in the Greece. lead. It's <laughs> a good not, point. They get yeah. cut. They're not good enough. They don't make that sheet." There's only a certain amount of roles. And I said, so the theater kids are the tougher kids than what you're saying these little football kids are. And you're willing to put your wimpy kid out there that's not mentally capable of hearing you're not going to make the team. And then have them go smash heads with somebody who's really good. The part of cuts that was important was that this kid's going to get hurt a lot of the time. A lot of the coaches were like, that kid, 
I shouldn't be out there with some of these kids. Like that was a big deal for for football, especially. It's like this kid that thinks he wants to play can't be out there with Toby and TC Wright. And I say that because I was that kid. I got hit real hard once by a guy who ended up in the NFL, and I was a freshman and he was like a junior. And I was just goofing around. And he laid my ass out, and I realized right then and there, I have not developed. I have not developed my bones or muscles yet. I'm just a boy. Those are men. I have not done the puberty thing properly as of now, and it's not time to get on the field with them. But if I think about that and say, oh, okay, there are no cuts, I would have been on that field. Oh, yeah. Ass kicked regularly. I was tiny. I could just throw real far. But it was a good thing. Cuts ended up being a really good thing. So many uh, numerous friends that were motivated after being like seventh grade, you got cut. The great Michael Jordan. That's not going to happen again. That Jordan didn't make his high school basketball team because he got cut and made him work harder. I mean, it's ridiculous. But yeah, your your kids are pussies because the theater kids and the 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 Palm Squad they face cuts. They're tougher than your football boy. And it's true. And then she's like, well, that's just dumb. I'm like, well, how come it's not dumb for – like, because there's no continuity with the play if you've got a different Danny Zuko every time he comes out for – you know, you got a Mexican one, a, you know, a white one. And a black. What's going on with Danny Zuko? He's a different Danny Zuko. Well, we can't cut anybody. Anybody who tried out for the play got in. Well, that's dumb. I like to hear that, Brady. Good for Gilbert Christian, even though they probably charged you for tryouts. It's a couple hundred bucks. They <laughs> kick your ass. You're the one getting cut. Like you're getting bled. Uh, yeah, but still. The trying to get Kirby to play. She didn't want to play, but she wants to. She's the tallest girl in the school. And she doesn't want to? She likes it, but she yeah, she doesn't want to right now. She's not competitive. She just likes to play close, horse and Getting stuff. close. To what? Getting more competitive. We'll get her ass out there. Well, her, uh, the good thing is the athletic director's coming up to her. We could. And we could use out. you. Yeah. She's like the uh, the African transfer student that track coach just starts just drooling. What are you doing? Yeah, why aren't you running on my team? <laughs> Janie always tells that story. The day he got to Shadow Mountain High School, no English. They weren't sure how old he was. They didn't care. They gave him a fake birth certificate, said he was 17, made him a senior at Shadow Mountain. He thinks he's two years older than he actually is, but he doesn't know. Oh, In fact, it's got to be pretty close to Janie's birthday. And Janie said, I got to school, and the guy's doing like hand motions, like running. And pointing to him, and they put him in a little track tank top and some shorts and just said, go. And he just started a hauling ass. And like, just oh like the God. water boy just, just runs. <laughs> and he did. He'd get lost in races. Oh, man. I did not know where to go. And he would leave. Like The best story he told me once, he goes, I great. Start, he doesn't I, even need shoes. I start the race, and I go, and I get way ahead of the rest of the group. I'm way ahead. I have to go to the neighborhoods. And it gets dark. And I don't know what to do. And I finally run back to the school and everyone's waiting. I come in last place. I'm like, what happened? He goes, I don't know. I ran like 28 miles. He just kept running around the neighborhood. He got lost. And nobody could tell him like it's over there because he didn't speak the language. He ended up winning state. But they saw him, that super black skin of his. And they're like, oh, he's a real African. Get him on the track team. They could have done the same thing. Absolutely. So Kirby's that real African. They see her at six feet one, <laughs> at age thirteen. They're like, "There's our center." If we can only talk her into it. I don't know, man. I feel like you know, just observing maybe for a couple more years. So you got to get her out there, Brady. That's I like the you. open gym. You got to start teaching her, you know, the post up, and, she's, and she's with you on going. the other end, just being really rough on her. That'll get her competitive juices flowing. You're no good. <laughs> Do a little great Santini, yeah. on her, you know getting close yeah 
Dude, I'll come. I'll come and rehab my hip, and I'll start pushing Kirby around the basketball because I'm, I'm. You're a little short. She could probably work you pretty easy, which is good. A give her motivation. So yeah. she maybe got a chance of blocking a shot, but uh, yeah, with you, not I will, yet. I will push back every shot she puts up. I will swat everything, everything. Oh, for thirty tears. You're not good enough, sports fan. It's all she'll hear out of me. <laughs> I will Santini her ass right out onto the court. Well, that is good to hear, though, that they're cutting. And that's the private schools. I think the public schools are too worried that parents will complain, so they just quit. I don't blame pl- public schools either. They've got to deal with all those parents that are crying and whining all the time. Their kids don't get a break. And so they're just like, screw it. Everybody and there were a cry. couple of calls, of course. This son got cut. Oh, sure. Oh, I'm sure there's calls. What happened? How do we know? Yeah, but you know what? In a private school, it's different. Yeah. Because we'll just take our money and go. It's like, don't worry. We're good. You can go. The public school, they have to go. They have to be there. So if I was a public school principal, I'd be like, everybody that wants to play can play. Get it off my desk. I don't have 220 football players. Fine. When their legs shatter, it's on the parents' insurance. I have. You put your weak-kneed child out there with real players. Good for you. Do they keep scoring those games, too? Like the ones that everybody has to The one I went to, they, they did until the fourth quarter. And then they just stop? And then it was just... The no mercy? No, it was... I think it was pretty close. I just think that then in the fourth quarter, it was just like a free-for-all. Everybody got to – and it was just running drills. To me, it's like at that point, what is the point? There isn't one. If you're a kid, then I might as well just stay home and play PlayStation because yeah. it's the same results. I'm going to get nothing at the end. There's an outcome. There's no at win. Least, yeah, PlayStation is a – at least you know if you got something well, that's right. that's true too, yeah. It's actually, a football game. actually, it's better. Yeah. <laughs> I think in football, they, they do it. I notice like a couple of those flag – it's like there's a limit. Like if it's – Seventy to nothing. Oh yeah, yeah. All right. Well, there's a mercy rule. Yeah. But I, the one I was at, I remember it was like twenty nine twenty, and then the fourth quarter, none of the, none of the touchdowns counted. But those kids huh. should still know they got beat to get better. Absolutely. You know? That's how you get better. That's how you know we were close or yeah. we weren't close. It, it's the litmus test to put you where you're supposed to be. I don't understand anything that goes on. You people have ruined everything. It's the baby on board generation and the and the fact that uh, I've always said it. I've, it's the coddling single moms. Who didn't? And it's the dad's fault. I'm not blaming single moms, but coddling single moms that always are there to say, "Oh, you're the best. You're the best." Instead of a dad coming and going, "You got to try harder." The problem with that is now that everyone's so involved, is the that's where you get the parents on the sidelines. It's out of oh, hand. Oh yeah, yeah. And Jawan Howard was out of hand. Did you see that yesterday? Yeah, that was awesome. Did you watch that? No. Huh? Michigan played uh, Wisconsin yesterday in a college basketball game, and Wisconsin pulled away at the end. And the coach for Wisconsin calls a time. I happen to be watching. I never watch college basketball. Calls a timeout towards the end there because he had a scrubs in. And the scrubs couldn't get the ball past half court. There was a half court press up and they were struggling with it. So he calls a timeout to be like, and it was just a teaching moment, I think, for the team. But it looked like he was like, hey, we need more points. And they had a pretty healthy lead. So it was kind of rubbing in the face of Michigan. Head coach of Michigan is Jawan Howard, part of the Fab Five. And yep. the dudes, you know. And he, uh, he goes over to shake hands with the coaches at the end of the game and starts barking at the head coach of Wisconsin, starts barking back. Juwan Howard's a big dude. Oh, yeah. He's not a little man. And the, and the other guy was a little tiny fat white guy. And, uh, and, you know, they start getting words, you know, differences. And the next thing you know, Juwan Howard's balled up hand just goes whoosh, and punches oh. him right in the face. Or he missed. He hit the wrong guy. He hit someone else. And there's just this massive melee. At the end, a game that was over and decided in Wisconsin, which makes Juwan Howard look terrible. And they're like suspensions. I'm like, anybody else gets fired for that? Woody Hayes lost his job 40 yeah, years a, ago yep. for punching somebody. Frank Cush did it. And they, we'll see. They might yeah. change the. They have to fire him. You can't take a swing 
at anybody in a competitive – the precedent has to be set that you don't do that. You're out. Exactly. You're done. I mean, the players – Especially as a head coach. Uh, coaches especially. Yeah. But coaches are the ones that get fired immediately for taking a swing. That's it. You can't do it unless, you know, something life-threatening is coming your way, but then somebody else is getting fired. You shouldn't be allowed to coach, first of all, no. if you lose it to that right. extent. You can argue and scream at the guy for going, the timeout was BS, and you're rubbing her face in a, in a loss. I'll, and he said, well, evidently what he said was, I'm going to remember that timeout. We play again. I'm going to remember that. And the guy probably said something smart-ass back to him, but next thing you know, He's throwing a punch, and they're like, he'll be suspended for a game or two. I'm like, everybody gets fired for that. You get fired for that immediately. Bobby Hurley over here at ASU or anybody takes a swing. Can you imagine if Monty Williams just took a swing at Greg Popovich for no reason? He'd be fired immediately. It's great. It was a great scrum, though. Made college basketball interesting. Outside of the March Madness, college basketball is a complete bore. This was the best thing I've seen. Hopefully there's... You know, a couple more of those, and then a couple be like more hockey now. Just yeah, just starts. That would be great. Very square up. Yeah, they even took fighting out of hockey. Like you can get in trouble for that in hockey. Center court. Yeah, just let's <laughs> go. Ring. Drop your drop the gloves, boys. Let's get this going. Anyway, it's President's Day, and uh, half the I mean nobody's uh, nobody's working. There was nobody on the road this morning. Little light. I was dead. A yeah. whole bunch dead. So half-ass effort for everybody who's got to work today because nobody's you know no banks, no schools, none of that stuff. So. If you're trying today, you're doing dumb stuff because nobody's looking at you. Nobody's noticing. Your boss isn't even there. So half-assed holiday workday today. We'll get it going. Let's get a wake-up song to start off today. 602-585-9800. That's the number. You tell us what you want to hear first, and we'll play it. It's 98KUPD. Wake up! Arizona's most powerful, powerful rock radio station. 98KUPD. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat, ericsfamilybbq.com.